he's like, he goes in the bathroom and checks out this guy's penis or something. He's like, and his penis had abs. What? I know you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. It's, it's hilarious, man. It cracks me up. I can't remember his name. Yeah. Sweet. And the music video is like this. It shows his penis like lift up his shirt or something. And like, <laughs> got abs and stuff. It's just got. It's funny, man. It cracks me up. No, I've never seen that. <laughs> <laughs> it's hilarious. Let me just say. I've never seen a penis abs out there. I was jealous. I'm like, like, I'm gonna have to go home and work mine out. (laughs) Uh, Mine doesn't have abs. If your best (laughs) friend isn't a terrible influence, you're not real friends, and they secretly want to stab you in the back in the future. So watch out. Mm. All right. Your best friend should be a terrible influence. Otherwise, not your friend. (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's just say I've got a lot of friends who let me do things I probably shouldn't. Then they're good friends. I'm not sure if they encourage it, but you know. Well, I, I don't think that's what it said. Is that what it said? No, I don't think that's what it said either. I'm just saying. A terrible influence. It doesn't terrible mean that they don't stop you from time to time, but okay. if in general they're not a terrible influence. Like, say, keeping somebody from proposing? But who determines that? Like, your like, mom? Like, what's a terrible influence? <laughs> 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 yes, by judgment of your mom. If your mom doesn't believe your best friend is crap, then find a new best friend. Your mom likes your best friend because they're such a wonderful influence on you, then you need a new best friend? Yeah. yeah. No, that's, gotcha. yeah. That's, that's, that's <clears throat> kind of like the, the they're probably significant adult. other thing. You know, the funny thing is, I used to get that from uh, girls, like when I was younger, like their mothers would absolutely adore me. They would think I was the sweetest guy. So you didn't date Aww. a lot? I didn't date. I actually, you know what? I actually didn't date yeah, a lot. And the whole reason why I didn't date was because I found out early on that if you organized a group get together where it was a bunch of guys, a bunch of girls, but you made sure there were more girls than guys. I know the story. By the end of the night, you could make out with somebody and you didn't have to pay for them. You didn't have to pay for it? Yeah, what? pretty much. Well, because think My about God. it, right? Think about it. When you are, when you're younger, you, you date, right? The whole idea is so you can like get some. And you do this. With the intent to get some, whether whether it's conscious or subconscious, I don't you know, think that's, that's a young it's, thing. I think that's it's what just it's a, all about, I think it's right? Just in general, and then but. and then you pay the price because you are always co- you are always the gentleman. You are always paying for somebody to go on a date with you. You're taking them to a movie, taking them to dinner, doing all these different things, trying to get some. I'm sorry. The problem is that you're trying to date prostitutes. <laughs> <laughs> She's got a point. There. <laughs> <laughs> That's an interesting, like, like when you're dating when you're young, mm-hmm. like you sounds like you like dated lots of girls. Not that no one's steady, and I never really understood that because my mom was always telling me you should just date lots of girls. You should not just date one girl. I was like, Mom, that sounds kind of slutty. I was gonna say <laughs> like, your mom was really, a terrible. What a I, wonderful mother! I never got that. That seemed like contrary to what a sweet Mormon mom would want to tell me. That is like, totally you know contrary. What I'm like, yeah. Well, I'm think I'm just gonna stick with one because others are gross. You know what though? I I mean because. You know, Mitch and I, and, and you too, Danielle, you know, because you're LDS. Time. Yeah. Uh, like, I knew guys growing Mormons. up that were like, yeah. <laughs> cheers <laughs> to Mormons. <laughs> this episode brought to you by Clyde Mays whiskey and 120 proof single barrel. <laughs> and Joseph Smith. That's right. There you go. <laughs> Well, Joe no, it, it seems like because I knew guys growing up, you know, and they were LDS and their mothers did not like the fact that they were dating <clears throat> somebody steady. Like that they were going like only had yeah, one person I didn't get that, dating. But I understand. Yeah. yeah. I even knew one guy whose mother, well, granted the girl he was dating was two years older than he was. And his mother at one point like took all the photos he had of the two of them, every gift this girl had ever given him and gave them all back to her. Just cut it off like that. Like, yeah, but his mom got involved. And I was like, well, that's bullshit. I mean, come on. 
you know, for the mom to just step in like that, I always had an issue with that. Mm. Yeah, that's pretty messed up. Yeah. Did you? What, what was the biggest issue you ever had with a parent, with a friend's parent? With a friend's parent? Yeah. Um, you know, what? I honestly never had any issues with any of my friend's parents. Um, really? Well, okay, so because everyone loved you, because everyone just, loved like, me, because I was such teacher's a teacher's pet. Yeah, I really was. That's why I'm short. But you know, did you ever the... have like a friend that had a parent that treated them so indifferent and badly that like you felt bad for their like bad for your friend? No, I had a friend whose dad was uh, a little bit cold. You know, he was he was kind of reserved. You know, never really expressed like affection or anything. And he wasn't a bad guy. He was a good guy. And honestly, for the longest time, I thought that my buddy's dad did not like me. And it was just a matter of like, he's just not social. You know? he, he doesn't, doesn't talk like anybody. No, he likes people. He, no. And he actually liked me. I, just, I found out later on, much later on that, yeah, he liked me, thought I was a good kid, but, uh, he just, he just was not talkative. Well, you I know, mean, I'm what do you have to, to say? How old were you? <laughs> I was at that time. Uh, I think I was in eighth grade when I had come to the determination that his father did not like me. Okay. And it wasn't until like literally after, you know, when I was in my twenties that I was visiting the family and found out that, yeah, his dad had no problem with me. He just wasn't talkative. I was more used to people, you know, like myself, like my own father, where they were talkative and really outgoing and gregarious and stuff. And that's what I was used to. Like one of my closest friends, the first time I ever met his father, who was a police officer, uh, we sat down to dinner. I sat down next to his father and his father literally looks at me and goes, you touch my plate, you lose a finger. That's didn't fair, crack a, didn't crack a smile or anything. But sets boundaries, but, right? But set <laughs> boundaries. <laughs> you know what you want. It's important to set those boundaries, yeah. right? Yeah. But I started laughing immediately because I was used to that type of humor from some of my uncles. My father even could be that way from time to time. You know, where it's very dry. Yeah. And so I knew immediately he was joking, or at least that's the way I took it. You know, so I started laughing. I'm like, oh, I love this guy. Yeah. You know, and I got along with his father great and his mom and everything. But yeah, my other friend who, you know, his dad was always really quiet, kind of reserved, you know, just never talked a lot. You know, I just came to find out later on in life that he was just, that's just the way he is. He's just quiet. And then, you know, unfortunately from my buddy's mother, they got divorced and stuff. And one of the reasons was she said that he was just not very affectionate. Your experience so. was very different than mine because in later life, I found out that my friend's parents didn't like me. Really? They, well, no, not 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 like directly, but like when you're a kid, they sometimes will tolerate you or be more polite because you're living at home and you're not an adult yet. Mm -hmm. But then when you become an adult and you have like adult interactions with them and suddenly you think like these are your relationships that cut, date back to when you're a kid and you knew them as, as Mr. Smith or Mr. whatever. And then turns out they're like, yeah, you were a punk kid and I didn't like you. I'm like, oh, okay, that's <laughs> nice. And then, I didn't realize. But I feel your question had some dark undertones like what kind of a question is that did you, did you have any friends who were ignored as children like where'd that come from <laughs> i feel like there's some seeds there no. did you have some children friends that like childhood friends that were ignored Not were you ignored no i never had parents really no i'm just kidding <laughs> no, but, um, there was one friend the keeper of the orphanage didn't pay you enough attention didn't give you seconds not. on rule unfortunately not please but, sir no there was one friend in particular that i felt bad about because like was it Jay? Every, no, it wasn't Jay. <laughs> no, all all parents, I'm kind of with Mike on this one. All parents loved me, but there was this one, it's true. I don't know what it is. I, I, I want to go back. Special. I want to get some of these parents on the phone. I don't think that's your impression. I know you don't do anything that's special. That's fair. That's fair. Just, but there's this one, the, the, there's this one friend, his parents didn't like me because 
I think they saw me as the bad influence, even though I was the good influence. Mm, yes. Yeah. Oh, they were in no. denial. They, yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, yeah. I, That's I different. get that. And so, like, they were very, like, sheltering and, like, very close-minded people. They were also, which I have nothing against, kind of religious, but um, they were, um, they, they didn't let them do a whole lot of stuff. So, like, even me suggesting doing very trivial, very minor <laughs> things, like, let's just go to the movies. Let's just go to the mall. Like, we know what that's code for. That's it means sex. <laughs> I'm not going to have sex with your son. <laughs> so, yeah, no, like, they were just, I don't know, they, they took it out on everybody around them. Yeah. And I just saw it happen in time that it was weighing down on them. And yeah. I, I kind of, like tried to i guess the only bad influence i could have been in the grand scheme of things is like i tried to get them to stand up to their parents a little bit and like show them kind of like you know you're not Who they were. Oh, you were yeah. definitely the bad influence yeah, then. Well, yeah. <laughs> that wasn't until the end that, that wasn't until the end until i saw how like miserable they were and i was like well you're not happy so just why don't you just say something you know and oh then, i want to put a pin in this conversation yeah. and have another one but sometime about those childhood relationships with not only yeah. your parents with one's parents, but also your friend's parents. Yeah. Because a friend of mine, his dad, threatened to burn the CDs that I gave, that I had loaned to my friend. Oh. And I was like, oh, that shit is not happening. Seriously. Absolutely not. Oh, man. I, it I was lost Satan my music. It, it was. was. Yeah. It was The Cure. Oh, that's totally Satan's <laughs> it was music. It was The Cure. Yeah, I never got along with that guy. Still don't. Well, did I ever tell you? Because I had a friend of mine who, uh, like I said, my friend whose father was a police officer. His parents that were very religious. Rough. And his mother was very strict, okay? He was only allowed to listen to Christian rock. You know, Striper. Like Striper. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly, Striper. So I actually listened to Striper because that was all he could listen to, to right? To hell with the devil. Right, exactly. Um, but I used to make cassettes for him of different music that we liked because he'd come over to my house, we listen to stuff, I'd, I'd make yeah. cassettes, and then I would give it to him. And there was one time I had loaned him my ZZ Top um, – Oh shoot! Which which album was it? Had Rough Boy and uh, I didn't. I don't know. Easy. Okay. Well. Um. Anyway, it was that album. I had loaned it to him. I loaned him the tape, and he he got caught with it, and it got confiscated. And this was when we were in I think freshman in high school, and then years later, I was at his parents' house for Christmas one year, and we were in college. Uh, we went up to his parents' house for Christmas, and in my stocking that year was that cassette tape. And his dad had been listening to it the entire time. Oh, yeah. The entire time. His dad had an office because he was a police officer. He'd keep his files and stuff in there. And he would go in there and listen to the music that the kids weren't allowed to listen to. You know, he was all into classic rock. It's always the dads, man. Yeah, man. Yeah. So, I mean, his parents, to, to you know, just to, to kind of frame things just real quick. So he and his older brother, uh, they had a sister, a younger sister, who his parents had a car accident years before, and she died. And it was that, the death of their daughter, that I think really kind of made them so strict, or his mother especially so strict. And it wasn't until years later, like after, you know, we graduated high school, we were in college, and I saw his parents and stuff, and he had a baby brother, and, uh, you know, his baby brother was getting away with a lot of stuff we couldn't get away with when we were kids. And I looked at his parents, and I could see that they had finally healed from, you know, what had happened with their daughter. Mm-hmm. And it took all those years for them to finally heal and just kind of you know, relax a little bit. Yeah. So, you know, and then, and I, I loved his parents. Like, you know, you said you want to put a pin in the conversation, talk about parents and stuff. Mm-hmm. Those were two people that were a huge influence in my life. Yeah. Yeah. My best friend was the bad influence and so were her parents. <laughs> <laughs> they were the cool parents. <laughs> they were the cool ones. You're going to be out there doing it anyway. We'd rather you do it here at the house. 
we yeah. found their yeah. porn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You know. <laughs> they, they were the fun parents. No doubt. <laughs> they didn't get us in trouble for it. Oh, that's cool. We well, had a clubhouse. Is that yeah. what you called it? Clubhouse? <laughs> Whoa. No, they really actually had... Other people they called had it a playing doctor, but yeah. you know, clubhouse, whatever you wanted to call it. No, they had a, a cool, like, clubhouse thing outside. She was the only um, friend that had a backyard because everybody else lived in apartments because we were in San Diego. So there's not, like, a oh. lot of land out there. Oh, there you go. So That would be weird to me. I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> Not having a backyard. I don't get this. Go ahead. I actually never learned how to ride a bike because of it. Seriously? Really? Yeah. Like Still to this know. day? Yeah. You don't know how to ride a bike? I do not know how to ride a bike. Oh, my oh, gosh. There we go. There's and now it's kind of a claim to fame, you know? Like, kind of. How many people can say that? Like, I've never seen Titanic or like, you, like you've never, you know, ride a bike. What? Like, you've never seen really? Titanic? I've never seen Titanic. Really? 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 I feel like you're lying. You could take. You uh, want to be cool and you want to lie and Bring say me that Ozzy right over here. I'll swear on Ozzy. Oh, uh, well, if you swear on Ozzy, I know that's serious. Yeah. Is okay. that the kind of thing that you'll never actually do because. That I'll never do because I that? can still say it. Yeah. yeah. So that's fair. I can, <laughs> I'm never going to watch it. You know what? I won't lie. The fact that I have never watched, like, Friends is kind of a badge of honor for me. You know, after that last conversation we had with Charlie, I, I get, I kind of got that feeling, but you probably ought to. Yeah. Just do it. Yeah, just do it? Just do it. Know, You'll feel maybe. better. Why? What, there's why so many other things I need to watch. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> why should he do it? Well, because of some of the other entertainment that he enjoys, I think he would enjoy watching Friends and seeing the uh, the likeness, seeing the influence. And there is some really good writing in there. There is. Mm-hmm. So I, that's all. But if you want to hold it as a badge of honor, that's cool. I respect that. I won't challenge well, I just, you. Well, it's just interesting to me when I tell people, yeah, I've never really watched Friends. I've seen like maybe five episodes, if that. And, you know, well, see, some then that them, doesn't count. Then you should, and everybody's like, dive in. what? You've never seen Friends? Was, yeah, I never saw Friends. You know, I always but, wonder which jokes I'm not getting because I haven't seen a certain show. For example, Friends, right? So many people quote it. I bet it goes right over your head. You have no idea why they're saying pivot, you yeah. know? <laughs> <laughs> Is that something people say? Yes. Okay, because that did just go right over my head. I don't even lie. I don't even know what I that is. I'm with you. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Fine. Be that way. Yeah. Well, you can't, you can't get it. We're though. here together. We're here together. Okay. All right. Together. Thanks, Kyle. Yeah. Oh, wow. I need, I need the, the negative influence of Kyle to be my emotional yep. support in this moment. Yep. Oh, that's what I'm here for. Well, I'm glad that we turned that around because at first I thought you were going to just like totally crash the, the vibe with your, your sad stories. No, no, no. Well, I was thanks. just – I just wanted to kind of frame, you know, frame things a little bit. Just kind of give it some reference or something. Mm. You know. So let me talk about how my dad died. No. I'm, <laughs> I'm kidding. We, we've already done that in that podcast. <laughs> you made me pull it. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I couldn't help it. I couldn't help it. I know, right? Let's bring it down. Let's bring it down. So we should probably start the podcast. Yeah, we probably, <laughs> probably should start the podcast. We'll go ahead and, and uh, just uh, announce. What are, what are we going to call this one? Because this is actually for our uh, listener out there. This is the first time we've, we've done this. Who is it? Who is our listener? Please call in. <laughs> I'm glad he clarified. <laughs> um this was this topic suggested by one of our guests today who we've been trying to get to sit down for quite some time. I guess the podcast now is two years old with all six episodes that we've done. Although I think probably Kyle and Mike, between the two of you guys, I don't think there's been one where you haven't been on except maybe the one with my sisters. But you guys have probably been featured on just about every episode. Um, we thought, or rather our guest of – new guest? Guest of honor? <laughs> Suggested we do a podcast on absurd or bizarro stories from the news. <laughs> and I thought that would be a really good idea. It would be really fun to just like kind of poke fun at the absurdity that is life and every day uh, around this little planet here. So today 
in the red room, we have for the first time Danielle Mahoney. Hello. <laughs> yes, Golf welcome, clap. welcome, Golf finally, clap. the uh, originator of today's topic. Uh, also joining us here in the red room uh, one more time is Mike Arvig. And, and your boy. Oh my Kyle. God. Doesn't ever stop. <laughs> Originally, you know what? Let's go back to that. You're not going to be talking. Like, <laughs> on it. On it. No, that's no, no, not. No, hand him another time. drink. He's going to talk. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Kyle was a, a surprise guest today, and uh, we're so glad that he stopped by. Uh, so, does anyone have a bizarro story they want to start with? Because, man, there's some weird stuff out there. There's some gross stuff, there's some funny stuff. I've got a bunch of things like bookmarked right now. <laughs> like, yeah, there's there's some funny things. Um, you know, this isn't from like the past year. This is actually from today, and I just kind of oh, it's this like up. brand new news. It's brand new news. Fake, b- 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 fake b- b- brand editions. News. Breaking story. That's right. Fake editions of the Washington Post. Oh, this one handed out at multiple cl- multiple <laughs> locations in D.C. today, and the headline read "Unprecedented." <laughs> Did they spell it? Yeah, unprecedented. unprecedented. Yes. Oh, I love it. It read unprecedented. Looked like the Washington Post. One of the ways in which you could tell that it was not, according to the news story I read, was that it had the date of May 1st. Um, apparently, was it wasn't April 1st? Uh, not April 1st. They should no, have done May April 1st. 1st. Come on. Well, okay. So, as I understand it from reading the, the story I read earlier, uh, it was handed out by a woman's group. And I believe that that date coincides with a march they've got planned or something in Washington for that date. Oh, I've got some so. serious news on that front. Yeah. But I won't talk so. about it. Oh, oh, like serious news or absurd news? No, serious news. Oh, kind serious of bummer news. news. Okay. But go ahead. Well, I just thought it was interesting. I, I read the I, – I couldn't help but laugh when I saw the uh, the the title. And then, of course, it does say on the co- on the top of the paper, it says the Washington Post. Um, so they went – apparently they had been planning this for, I believe, they said about nine months planning on handing these out. So they handed them out throughout Washington, D.C. today. Wow. And I thought that was hilarious. I thought it was great. It is really great. I, I'm so happy to hear that, actually. <laughs> and you had originally All news said, is fake. <laughs> you had originally said no Trumpism, no Trump, because it's too easy. Right. It's like fish in a barrel at this point. But, beyond that, but even beyond that, it is pretty Trump, clever. I, no, loved, true. I, I loved when the news failed because it, it's such a farce at this point. Like, nobody believes it. People go to The Daily Show for real news. They don't go to CNN or Fox well, CNN and Fox, I, I think, are you both no one biased. It. Yeah, everyone has is biased, but I, mm-hmm. I unfortunately believe people do believe it. That's pretty sad. I know, but the intelligent people don't. But the mass, I go to do. comedy for my news. Yeah, okay, <laughs> that's really interesting. Yeah. That's true. No, she's she's not she's not incorrect. Yeah. I actually do the same thing. I will go to some of those news outlets for news, or like I was I was talking earlier to Danielle, and I'm like when I want like serious like world news and stuff, uh, the Al Jazeera network mm-hmm. is where uh, I go. Okay. So when I want serious foreign news, foreign usually, news. yeah, if you, usually you trust foreign, foreign news. news. Mm-hmm. I but trust they do Sarah they do articles though. They do articles about uh, America and stuff, and some yeah. of the things that are happening here. <laughs> it reminds me of Azard. He's like, "Do you know there are other countries?" <laughs> <laughs> I only like, just when recently when, discovered when, that. When referring to American news, yeah, yeah, it's it's true though. It's very true. We're very mm, sad, egocentric, yeah, very uh, egocentric. As, yeah, it's all about us. Mm-hmm. Oh, so. What did you find, Daniel? <laughs> what did you find? <laughs> well, the one I found was a massive fatberg. Oh, not that one. Oh, <laughs> Mitch didn't want to talk about that one. <laughs> Wait, what was that one? We should talk about it. No, we are going to talk Tell about it. Tell me, she brought it up. That's her yeah. call. Okay, it's massive like, fatberg. It's, like, it's like an iceberg. Made of fat. Oh, wait. And oil. I and did see that. baby wipes. In England, right? In 210 Britain. feet yeah. long. I, you would have thought it would have been found in uh, America, but uh, 
Yeah, it's going to take a long time for Ours is to... coming. But I guess they got to drill through it and ship to, away at yeah. it and like manually. High powered jet. Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty nasty. I feel my whiskey coming up right now. <laughs> oh. Well, just like, yeah, just the whole thing with like fat and diapers and that just. But there's no nasty. way to avoid it, right? They didn't say that there was anything except like, people stop throwing shit away commonly. that you shouldn't. Yeah. And and I mean, that's why you're not supposed to, you know, pour your oil down the drain, but yeah. I do that all the time. Who doesn't do that? <gasps> you know? <laughs> No, no. Oh, you recycle and you use it to cook, you know. <laughs> bacon. Well, not even, not even that. It clogs your pipes. Yeah. It I builds rent. up in there. Don't do that. <laughs> it makes a fat burg. <laughs> Maybe I want my own fat burg, okay? I've seen that Doctor Who. They're cute. They are cute. A little adipose. Love them. Apparently, I'm out of the loop on this Doctor Who thing. I'm out of the loop, too. These guys yeah. have got us on the... I, I feel like I'm going to lose my nerd card if I don't see some Doctor Who soon. No, either do you don't. It's fine. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you wouldn't lose it if you... I mean, you've they're seen Buffy. They're, and they're seen on their, like, what, 13th Doctor? I don't even know what that means. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yes, yeah, she's the 13th, isn't she? Yeah. I think she is. Yeah. Did Doctor Who fight so a fat bird at some point? was Matt. No. Okay, yeah. so in, in this episode. Capaldi. No, you're, is it 14th? Capaldi, <laughs> then her. Apparently he's a true yeah. fan. Capaldi was 13th, no, she's 14th. You're right. Doctor yeah. Who tattoo. But he doesn't know which doctor we're on? It's true. I well, I mean, he kind of lost interest when it. Capaldi. So, yeah. Because yeah. he's not. And, and they I'm kind like of. A yeah. Pre. They're not like, supposed to go past 12. I'm just saying. Yeah, why? I agree. Why? It's part of canon, and they they threw that out the window so they could make more money. It's all about the money. The, well, all about the Benjamins. <laughs> it's it's pretty profitable. One. Why would you put a cap on it? Was there like some type of? Is there some? No, it's just it's part, part of, of the canon, lore. Like they don't. There go could past only 12 be twelve. Instead of there could only be one. There could only be twelve. I know you guys don't like play Halo or like video games and stuff because you guys like work at GameStop <laughs> and you guys you know don't play games or whatever. But it's kind of like Cortana. There's like a lifespan that like they reach, like the AI reaches before they just become destroyed. It's kind of the same the thing. The doctor is an AI? No, no. But oh, it's, I the same, it, it's the same concept. Like there's an age span to where like they reach before they kind of just like. Well, then couldn't they just be replaced? Can't regenerate like, anymore b- before they can't regenerate anymore. Okay. That's, I like that. And, like, and that's kind of cool. They kind of broke that. So. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. And like they, they had, there could have been new technology. I mean, they did it with like a. Like stem cells? A time. There you go. Speaking Reset of stem cells, sort of I yeah. haven't seen the Capaldi episodes, which is the newer stuff. So they could have rewrote it to be. Is that the girl doctor? No, no. that's the one before the girl. Peter doctor. Capaldi. Yeah, oh. he's the old looking guy, right? Yeah, With the weird white hair. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Doc Brown. Kind of like Doc Brown. Yeah. Yeah, kind of like Doc Brown. He has angry eyebrows, though. Oh, I hope I get angry eyebrows when I'm old. He has like you got owl grow. eyebrows from Winnie oh, the Pooh. You know the Alf from Winnie the Pooh? Yeah. Oh, yes. It's yeah. true. It looks like him. Okay. It looks like him. So back to fat. Back so fat, yeah. <laughs> there's an episode where these, these the, the fat that's coming off people is like this cute little, it's called an adipose, and it's this cute little fat blob that reminds I've me of Kirby. I've seen something sold that says adipose. Yeah, the, yeah. that's fat. It's it's like yeah. fat that comes to life. It's like fat that comes fat. to life. I think adipose is actually comes from a word about that means fat. Yeah, that's what adipose like means. Like adipose yeah. matter would be fat matter, like fat. So know? yeah, the, it's the adipose. Episode. I'm glad we have the scientists on the podcast. Yeah, <laughs> that's like the end of the science. I know. Twenty two thousand signed a petition to drink this mummy juice. That's actually just sewage. Oh, I heard about that. Did you hear about that? Well, I didn't hear Does that it they get you like fucked up though? Because I would drink sewage. Sewage. Yeah, according to this article, like people 
started a petition to, to be able to drink this juice that they opened up this sarcophagus with these these and then it bodies was still in. Juice. It was still juice. There was juicy. liquid in there. Yeah, some type of red liquid. That's fucking metal, and dude. And people were like, "That's not metal." That's uh, metal, dude. People, no, that this, is no, this drinking is, the fluid this from is the, the dead. Me- no, <laughs> like, you can't get any more metal than that. What no, this is, this is total metaphysical bullshit is what this is because these people want to drink this stuff in the idea that they're going to gain some type of power. I understand or some that. Shit from I understand that. Like not to be can metal. Can you prove they're not going to get some powers though? I'm not going to prove it. That I'm not going to do anything. Metal. They anything might get the powers this. of explosive diarrhea. But upon further examination, scientists have determined that this mummy juice was actually just sewage water. Sewage water from I don't know the where sewer. Can, probably from something more modern that was above where they dug up the sarcophagus or something. Like something that seeped into the ground would be my guess. So full and, of antidepressants. And, and, right, right, right. So, and but apparently that hasn't deterred some people. Some people are still signing this petition that's going around to try and be able to get some of this stuff, this juicy juice. Dude, and we should it. we should take shots of mummy juice, dude. Um, that's going to be the new shot I invent for this Halloween. You know what? You should invent mummy a shot juice. called mummy juice. <laughs> mummy juice. <laughs> and I will not try that just because I know what brought the whole thing about. I'd do it. <laughs> I'd do it. I know you'd do it. <laughs> you'd also get Domino's tattooed on your body. I so. would, yeah. It's true. Yeah, well, free I pizza would. for life. Taco yeah. Bell tattooed on your body. You know what? I like Taco Bell. As I, a traditional Mexican, I love Taco Bell. Who's got tattoos? Everybody here got tats? Yeah. Nope. No tattoos? Mm-mm. Is it... Uh, pain. I don't like it. Is it the pain? Yeah. Really? <laughs> Wait, so the last time you had a tattoo, it was painful? I've no, she never, has no tattoos. <laughs> I've never had my ears pierced. Never really? Tattoo. You know what? Getting your ears pierced doesn't really hurt. It feels like somebody just flicked your earlobe really hard. Yeah, it's cool. I'll just mm, pass. It's worse, than, it's worse than a flick. No, that's what it felt like to me. Really? Oh, you're yeah. so tough. I'm pretty tough. That's true. I pierced my ears so many times in high school. Really? Yeah, I mm-hmm. just get bored in like a class and like with a shove, a, with a, shove yeah. a safety pin through it. You'd and like, it would seal up. And, with yeah. a lighter first, you know, to sterilize it. Yeah. Uh, no, not really. <laughs> He's like, I licked it first. I Does licked that it. count? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I had a friend that dipped in whiskey. That, that lit it first and yeah. did that, yeah. We did that. We'd ice them, yeah. you know, at home. But yeah, it was years before I actually got them actually pierced and they, they actually took. It was weird. I don't think I'm that tough. My wife's tough. Like she got a tattoo. I know she's tough. She's she got a tattoo on her foot, like the top of her foot, which they say is I very, very painful. painful yeah. Yeah. And when she was getting that tattoo done, like the 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 guy doing the tattoo, he's like, "Are you okay?" And she's like, "Yeah, I'm just tired. I'm starting to fall asleep." <laughs> she's like, I had a long day she at was, work. Honestly, yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she was she was literally literally falling asleep while this guy's tattooing the top of her foot. I mean, that's how tough this girl is. Yeah, pretty yeah, tough. Yeah, my so. pain threshold. Or that's not how there. tired she yeah. was. Uh, yeah. and back in the day, maybe she might have been. That was kind of when we were all partying a little bit more, too. <laughs> <laughs> it was Mitch, myself, Amanda, and, and Martinez. Yeah. We were going out quite a bit. Well, so. Kyle and I got tattoos together. Did you? That's Same day. We're super bonded. Same that day. Is super yeah. bonded. Same What'd like you get? One of, those, one of those Friday the 13th tattoos that you pay like $12 for. <laughs> Actually, no. 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 I wish I would have paid $12 <laughs> for it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Was it, yeah, was you it ended it up paying a lot. I don't know if, like, it's the color. it keeps record. It was the color. <laughs> yeah, it was the color. Yeah. yeah. What's that? What'd you get? We, we got uh, Twin Peaks tattoos, both yeah. of us. Ah, okay. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I got the Bookhouse Boys from right there. Twin <laughs> Peaks tattooed on me. It's right up here. That's oh, cool, man. Yeah. That's awesome. And Mitch got yeah. a Twin Peaks tattoo as well. Yes. Did well, you? I got a tattoo of the uh, symbol from Owl Cave in Fire. With the uh, with this symbol from the red room, this symbol tattooed on my shoulder. Yeah, yours was more of like an etch. 
which is why it was a lot cheaper, probably. Yeah, well, I didn't want anything more because I intended to do more to it later. And yeah. I'm, I'm sticking with, like, the kind of simple, like, black outlines. Yeah. See, I like that. that. I like that. I'm okay. going to keep with that theme. Yeah. I, I want I want more tattoos. Like, I have a couple of ideas for different tattoos and stuff. Um, one, I, I've seen a picture of a skull that I really liked. And, uh, like, on one half of the skull, I want some lyrics. Mm-hmm. And I'm really thinking of doing the lyrics from uh, Audio, Sla- Audio Slave's uh, song, Exploder. Mm-hmm. Um, there's this uh, line in the song where it says, like, I fought a man in the streets who looked a lot like me. Or or there was a man with a face who looked a lot like me. I saw him in the mirror and I fought him in the streets. Um, it says something like, when he turned away, I shot him in the head. And then I came to realize I had killed myself. And mm-hmm. I, I kind of want that lyric, like, tattooed next to the skull somewhere on my body. That makes me want to talk about uh, Cornell right now and the recent uh, the concert. concert that they just had. But but Did I you don't see want the price for those it. tickets. No, don't even tell me right now. That I'm sure, and I'm hope well, I'm not sure, but I'm hoping that they'll release like a full blown DVD Blu-ray. That would be or cool something. if they did. Yeah. It's like four hours. Yeah, um, there were a lot of people, a lot of big there name were, acts and stuff there. I don't want there. to talk about some of the people who were there though. Yeah, sorry, I didn't. But mean I do to, want to talk to about the down. man who got a tattoo on his penis to win a car. Uh, <laughs> back to tattoos. <laughs> I know Gusson said, but I would tattoo was it my abs? penis to get a car. You would tattoo your penis? To oh get yeah, tattoo abs on it. Did he get it? abs tattooed on his penis? <laughs> 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 I would. I might do that. I might do that. I might do that for free. I mean, that would just be funny. Wow. And the man said, as the radio listeners heard him shriek, he said. Once I'm sitting in the car, it won't matter anymore. <laughs> yeah, guess so. What kind of car was it? I mean, uh, he better not have done it for, like, a, a stupid, like, Toyota. Let's see. Uh, it, he won a silver Mini Cooper. Golf. It was a Mini Cooper. <laughs> a Mini Cooper? Uh, no. I don't know. No. Have you ever driven a Mini, though? No. They're really fun. Really? Yeah. My mother-in-law has one. Why are they really? fun? They're just, the way they grip the road, like, probably if you're the going up They're fast, too. They're, they're fast, fast dude. Yeah. Probably the yeah. way they corner. Yeah, yeah, they probably do. They're yeah. probably it's, very it's light. Nice. Like, they're on rails? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if you put it in sport mode, it's, like, it really grabs, so you can make... Really hard turns into. Well, see, just, like, here's the nothing. problem. Here's the problem with right. that car. Okay, uh, the redneck in me is like, no. I mean, I could put it in the back of my truck. It's, it's not American enough for you. <laughs> it's not. It's it's not high enough. Like I want, I want, I want a four wheel drive. I want a four wheel okay. drive Dodge like quad cab. I need a Dodge like, quad cab. Like, I want it lifted. Uh, that's what I want. That's I my need dream. a barbecue in the back. <laughs> that's right. I need room for the barbecue. So. That's that's I like I said the redneck in me just I that can't. sounds like so much not fun to drive. Are you kidding me? No, it's actually you go out on a dirt road on that thing, get in the mud and stuff. You know how much fun you could have? Oh my god, it'd be no. awesome. <laughs> fun be fact, awesome. dude, I grew up in uh, like Los Angeles area, mm-hmm. and when I was sixteen, I had to take my permit test. And it was during five o'clock rush hour traffic in L.A. Oh, and my, I had to drive my stepdad's truck. He had a quad cab Dodge. <laughs> <laughs> I was scared shitless. You should have been scared shitless in L.A. with I, that thing. With a quad cab Dodge, like yeah. in L.A. five o'clock traffic, it was the worst experience ever. I passed it. I nailed it. Nice. Whatever. I mean, everybody's driving exact the exact same truck though. <laughs> in in LA? LA, not really. No. Oh no, no. no. Sorry, I'm talking yeah. like San Bernardino County. You know you what? Trucks, like what? Trucks Corona? are becoming more popular, and you're seeing a lot more of them on the yeah. road. And there's a lot of people out in, in California who are driving trucks and stuff, but none of them have taken it off road. They don't go none out. None of the them dirt. need it. Like they, they haul a couch once every three years. Yeah, they just know? get it as a status symbol. They're dumb. I hate those people. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, 
Seriously. I mean, I, come I, on, I, man. I, I, I see it all the time. I see big old trucks that are it's true. gorgeous and clean, yeah, and I wonder what true. are you doing with that truck in the city? Yeah, Like, I true. got no no problem with the big truck, Yeah, and I know that it uses up fossil fuels burning those dinosaur bones, mm-hmm. but in the city, yeah, and it's Doesn't not for any real utility, no. then you're just being no. a duel. Yeah. Uh, so this woman got a tattoo with her son's ashes. Ew. Crazy tattoo stories. That's, that's cool, kinda though. Cool. It's yeah, kind of cool. cool. Yeah, he died uh, while out partying, uh, and she got a couple of symbols. Uh, looks like a Kabbalah tree and an angel releasing a butterfly and a poem dedicated to her son. Hmm. I heard last year of a woman who, and I don't remember which news thing it was. It was one, one of the funnier news things. might have been John Oliver. I'm not sure. But uh, they were talking about a woman who uh, – had I believe it was her husband's ashes or something, mm-hmm. and she started eating them, uh, and couldn't stop eating them or something. No, like this that. was actually a TV show. No, no, it was real though. She actually no, I've no, seen there it. was a, a real story. No, where she Cite was hallucinating. She, was she hallucinating? No, she wasn't hallucinating. Oh, okay. She she claims to have had some type of an addiction or something, and and she was eating, couldn't stop eating the ashes. Wow, it was weird. I'm like, that's so tattoos with people's ashes. No, thank you. I feel like I saw the same thing on a medical drama. (laughs) You know what? They might have copied it just for that for that (laughs) show because they do that from time to time. Those medical dramas, they'll they'll take stuff out of real life because there's you're like, no, that's that's fucking crazy. There's no way that could actually happen, and they put it on their show, and you're like, okay, this is just you know, this is a TV show, right? People don't really do this shit, but no, people really do some of this shit. It's crazy. Okay, here's one that's jacked up, and again, back to the tattoos because now I'm, I'm on the tattoo kick. Husband got a $1,000 tattoo of his wife and family only to discover his wife was cheating on him. And she waited until he was already done before telling him. So that's pretty messed up. Like, what did he do bitch. to her, though? Like, who? Wh- wow. Well, what, think what? about that. How how could you be so vindictive? Like, there's there's some kind of we don't know that there's no. All she says, her whole defense was she never meant to fall in love with the fitness instructor, and that she never wanted him to get the tattoo in the first place. So say something. Uh, still waiting for your husbands to complete his tattoo is kind of. You know what? Like, wait I until was, it was done. I was once going to get. Hey, by the way, I'm get, sleeping with the uh, instructor. I was once going to get my my ex wife's name tattooed on me. And this is when we were still married. And she literally said to me, you shouldn't do that. You should never have, like, anybody's name tattooed on you that you're dating or married to. Your children is different. Children is different. But like, who, but she literally said, like, anybody – she said, don't do it because you shouldn't do that, you know, for anybody you dated or you were married to. Yeah. Good for her. And now we're now we're divorced. And so you're we'll like, thanks. Okay. <laughs> like, thanks. See, I can – I just can't think of anything that I think, oh, I want to have that on me forever because, like, I'll look back at old journals and things and I'm such a different person now that the things I thought were really profound back then sound so stupid to me now. And, like, if I thought that that was profound enough to get a tattoo and then had to look back on that. That's interesting. You know, I feel like I'd regret an anything. Maybe, if, yeah. Do you have, like, an example? Like a – it's a, like a song lyric or – um. Anything, really? No, because everything I look at, like, what, I never really had the thought that, like, I would want something tattooed on my body. Yeah. Like, it was that. I I still kind of want, like, years ago I wanted a tattoo of Calvin on one shoulder and Hobbes on the other. Mm-hmm. And I still kind of want a tattoo of Calvin and Hobbes because I loved and still love reading Calvin and Hobbes. I love Calvin and Hobbes. I have, yeah. we My, my daughter it looks a lot like Susie. <laughs> <laughs> 
and her best friend looks a lot like Calvin. Oh, wow. Oh, that's <laughs> awesome. That's and great. I may have bought a stuffed tiger for her. That that's, looks like oh, that's awesome. Like Hobbs. Yeah, so, that's awesome. Yeah. But that's an interesting topic, though, in and of itself, the idea of, like, the ever-evolving self. Yeah. Because sometimes I'll go back and read emails that I wrote, and the, often doesn't even sound like me. But what has stayed accurate to me is anything lyrical or, like, if I'm writing without sounding too pretentious, like poetry, something like that, mm-hmm. that still sounds like me. But just my general, like, vocabulary or diction that I'm writing – when I'm writing someone an email – that's changed. I, in fact, it was some of the ones I wrote to you that I spotted um, from maybe 10 years back. I'm like, wow, that doesn't even – I don't even sound like that anymore. It's interesting. Yeah. yeah. So I could get how you wouldn't want to tattoo something on you without knowing how time is going to affect it. But where do you draw the line? I mean, or, where, or, or what point? I mean, you're bold, sir, to take that plunge with me and get some Twin Peaks tattoos on you. Like, well, I've been, But what does a tattoo mean to you guys? Why, why have it on your skin? I know – one of your tattoos makes a lot of sense to me, yeah. um, but everything else doesn't. What do you have tattooed on you, Kyle? I have two things. I have a Doctor Who tattoo. That's the Gallifrey, which is the word of the doctor. It's like their script, their language on the planet that it's from, and it's my dad's name. The whole thing of the Time Lords is like they live forever, so I got that. And uh, one is the Bookhouse Boys from Twin Peaks. I got that because after watching Twin Peaks... I realized it's one of my favorite shows of all time. It was also during a, like a really bad time in my life, and Mitch was there for me, and it was kind of like a, a camaraderie kind of thing, and I got it to, you know, just signify, like, shit we've gone through, I guess, or, like, shit I've gone through. Right. And uh, I don't know. I, I love Twin Peaks. It's my favorite show. So, nice. Yeah. Nice. Um, but he showed me that, and so we got it together. Um, but those are the only two I have. Mm-hmm. I plan to get more. Yeah. But that's always the plan. Yeah, that's always the plan. <laughs> it is. I mean, they say they yeah. say once you st- once you get a tattoo, you know, a lot of people are like, "Oh, you can't stop." <clears throat> I I have always loved tattoos, and you know, so I've always known I was gonna get a tattoo at some point, and then it was like, you know, I have I have uh, one on each arm. They're kanji, and I got those uh, when I was going through my divorce, and then the other one that I've got is um, it's a Mayan snake. Oh yeah, because I was born in El Salvador, and so I kind of wanted something to, I don't know, kind of. Touch base with what may or may not be my roots. Um, so, you know, just they have meaning. And I'd like kind of like to add to them because, you know, like I said earlier, like I want the skull just because I love skulls. I, I used to draw skulls like crazy when I was a kid. Because it's metal. Just, skulls are yeah. cool. They are cool. It's, it is metal, I guess. But I, I, I love them. I don't, I don't know why. I'm just really kind of drawn to them. Okay. At one point, there was literally a point in my life where I looked in my, my closet and every single T-shirt I had had skulls on it. And I was like, I might need to change up my wardrobe just a little bit. And then uh, the other thing I've thought about is I'd like to get maybe like a snake kind of coming over this my right shoulder and kind of down the arm a little bit. Um, I at one time wanted to get like a, just a single like wing on my back, like an angel wing. And I mentioned it to some people and they're like, oh, like Sephiroth from Final Fantasy. And I'm like, no, not like Sephiroth. And, and then I was like, no, nah, I don't want that. That was the end of that tattoo. That was kind of See, that, that would have been one of those regret tattoos. No, I don't think I ever would have regretted it. Because um, my plan was to, to put that on there, and then somewhere within the the feathers have the uh, the names of my kids in there. Mm. Th- there's so, no regrets. For example, that. when you look at this, what's the first thing that you imagine? Like, what do you picture? Mm, I'm not put really it away, sure. Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> I get the top of soda cans a lot. What is that? The oh, top the top of soda, soda cans. cans oh, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I guess I could see that if. 
people are looking at. I don't know. That's the image that it's from Doctor Who? Yeah, yeah. So that's the name, your father's name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But, like, all the time, I'm like, <laughs> they're like, is that a tub of soda cans? So I was like, no. Yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah. I like Dr. Pepper a lot. <laughs> I'm a really big fan of Canada Dry. That's <laughs> but, I mean, it, it's, it, it's what it means to you, I guess. Right, I mean, right. you know, it doesn't matter what it looks like or what it means or, like, why you get it. It's just, it's, it's you well, got so it for you, you know. I so. remember my, my grandmother on my father's side uh, just, you know, she was crazy. But uh, she and my grandfather traveled all over the States and there was one time when they were in Daytona Beach for uh, one of the big bike rallies. They were there. She was telling me about it, how she was sitting on the bench, uh, this bench, uh, watching motorcycles go up and down the street. Uh, There's an, another elderly woman who sat down next to her. And I think at this time, my grandmother would have been in her uh, early 70s, maybe late 60s. Another woman sits down next to her and they're talking and stuff. And uh, a couple of young ladies walk by, you know, with tattoos and everything. And this woman's like, just look at that. Isn't that, isn't that just terrible? And my grandmother says, no, they actually look really good, but imagine what they're going to look like when they're our age. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so that has always stuck with me because I'm like, okay, so I don't want to get a tattoo where I'm going to get really fat and then it's going to be like, like what was that show with Adam Sandler, My Boy, with uh, uh, Adam Sandberg was his kid and he like let a kid get a tattoo of like uh, New Kids on the Block when he was like 10 years old. <laughs> and as he grew, the tattoo stretched so that their faces were all stretched and big balloon heads and everything. Like I don't want anything like that to happen where I get a tattoo and then all of a sudden I go, I get obesely overweight and it's like a big like, you know, stretched across my or skin. Or maybe you plan like it so that it's a tattoo that if it did get stretched, it would look like something else. Mm-hmm. Maybe well, maybe you just plan ooh, for that. Maybe. <laughs> that would take an awful lot of planning. Like yeah, one that, that goes on long. your belly yeah. button. Yeah. yeah. That's its spot. There's, there's a, an episode of The Simpsons where, where uh, Bart's grandfather shows him his tattoo and he's all old and wrinkly and yeah. you can't see the tattoo until he pulls the skin yeah. tight yeah. on his arm. And then you can see he was in the military or something. It was kind of like a badass. Yeah. Like, and that's, that's what the tattoo is. But you can't see it until he pulls all that wrinkly skin. Well, maybe get a stretchable tattoo then. Yeah. I don't know if that's well, a that's thing. That's okay. That's life, man. Yeah. Hopefully, if you're lucky, you get old. Yeah. If you're lucky, you get old. And if your tattoo looks funky. Straight up. That's right on. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. Straight I that's always fine. just that's thought that's the least be... of my concerns. If you're lucky, you get old, yeah. man. If you're lucky. Yeah. So if my tattoo gets to look like shit, <laughs> right on. That's my straight goal. Up. Straight up. Mm-hmm. But straight I think they're up. like yeah. personal too, so. Well, that's the thing is like you should never go into a tattoo place and be like, pick something off the wall. Right. Like, don't ever do that. Like, go in and, like, think about that something that does have meaning to you. So or if you're going to do that, personal. just do that right. all over your body. Right. <laughs> you could look like one of those cars driving down the street where they're like, oh, it's a piece of shit. I'm just going to throw a can of paint on it. Like, put some stickers on there and shit. I don't care. <laughs> Glue some hula girls on the roof. No. I, I, yeah, I, I hate that one. I, I mean, I've seen people who've done that, who've gone in and been like, oh, I want A16. That's yeah. the tattoo I want. Really off topic. Yeah. Have you guys, do you guys like the Ghostbusters and have you seen the new teaser trailer for the one that's taking place after the Bill Murray ones? No. Is there no. a real teaser trailer? I heard there's there a was real a teaser trailer. That they were, no, they were there's a teaser trailer together. that takes place after Ghostbusters 2. Like, You're foolish. Really? I, you there's serious? an actual teaser trailer. Okay, we're watching the trailer later. It's like 30 seconds long. I don't care. Dude, I'm stoked. I love <laughs> I love the Ghostbusters. I love Look the Ghostbusters. I, lo- I was gonna say, are you gonna get a tattoo of the Ghostbusters? I wouldn't get symbol? a tattoo. I wouldn't get a tattoo. But I love the Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. I love those movies. I grew up with those movies. They're like one of my favorite movies. I can quote both of those movies front to back. Mm-hmm. And like, so did you like the new one they did with the women? I didn't, and it, it's not because it was all women. 
It's just because it, <laughs> it wasn't really well written. The jokes weren't good. The story, the plot felt weak or whatever. But, like, this is an actual sequel to Ghostbusters 2. And, like, gotcha. I'm super stoked about it. And it's going to have the returning cast. It's going to have everybody. Not no, going to have everybody. It's not well, going to have everybody. You know what I mean, though. It's going to have Aykroyd. I got to have Ramus. I got to have Ramus. Ramus. Yeah, Ramus. Is this why you believe in ghosts? No. I mean, I, I like to say it is. But <laughs> the new one wasn't it, it wasn't all that bad. I, I mean, enjoyed it. Really no, I enjoyed it. No, 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 it wasn't. It. It I, I know, but I'm just saying, like, I have like, to go on record saying that I enjoyed it. The new, Ghostbusters, it, yeah. the new Ghostbusters is the same way I feel about the movie Venom. It doesn't take place in the MCU, so I can't give it a lot of credit. It's just, like, it's cool to watch, but, like, it doesn't mean anything. Yeah, okay. It doesn't mean anything. You know what I mean? Actually, you know, I'm kind of hoping they do talk about that. Like you're talking about what you love Ghostbusters, but not enough to get a tattoo. As Danielle pointed out, like, oh, you love that? Would you get a Ghostbusters tattoo? You love Twin Peaks, but you would get a tattoo of that. Where do we draw the line on those things that we love, but we still wouldn't ink it onto our body? For those of us who are interested in inking things onto our comic body, books, you know, like you wouldn't do comic books. I'm a huge comic book fan. I love. You know, I read the X Men religiously when I was a kid. Spider Man when I was a kid. I absolutely love those comics, and I would not get a tattoo. Why? Though? But what I'm saying is, why though? Because yeah. I can I can that's, name some things too question. that I love that not, I wouldn't. You know tattoo. what? I'm not even sure I could really get, uh, put into words why. It's just something I've always said is I didn't want to do a tattoo of like you know Wolverine or Spider Man or anything on me. Well, yeah, because um, Spider Man Wolverine suck. I did consider um, what was it? Chaos Comics. Their mm-hmm. their uh, their mascot, the uh, the crazy button. Mm-hmm. I thought about that, but that was because it had a, uh, like a crossbones behind it. Well, and I really he, like. I would probably. <laughs> I would get consider skull. getting kinda, a yeah. croak tattoo. Yeah, I would. That would. Well, I, would, I could see it that would for cross you. my mind, I would, and I've thought about it in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, and but it's not because of it. I think you, you should know, get your face together. tattooed like Eric Draven. Jesus like, Christ! <laughs> 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 I've been the crow many, many Halloweens. <laughs> I believe it. I know you do. So, what about you, Kyle? What is the difference between something you love and something you'd actually put on your body forever? I don't know. I love video games. I don't have a video game tattoo. It is like, interesting. It's a personal thing. Yeah, you, yeah. I don't think you can articulate it. It's just personal experience. It's like emotional impact. For well, for me in particular, it's emotional impact at a time, a place, an event, a specific thing that just yeah. reruns in your head. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it just triggers emotion, I guess. And... The two tattoos I have on my head are just on my head. That'd be gangster to get a tattoo, but no, uh, the two tattoos I have are just triggers of emotion and things I've experienced and things that made impact on me, and that's really all it is. I mean, yeah. I don't know. Fair enough. So basically things you're proud to revisit every day. Things that I'm proud mm. to remember every day. Yeah. and Or revisit, yeah, yeah. Every day. So Danielle, if you were ever to get a tattoo, would it be like like something representing your daughter? Mm, probably. Yeah, that probably that's the only thing I could say. I'd probably be okay with. Even if I didn't want it, I'd be okay with it. You know, mm-hmm. because that's forever. <laughs> You'd be okay with it, like like you're walking down an alley and get jumped by a tattoo. <laughs> He demands your daughter's name and tattoos it on you. You're like, you're like, you know what? I'll I'm not it. pressing charges, officer. It's okay. I'll do it. 
this it just really in. good color, so good. <laughs> aggressive tattoo artist stalks the Tucson streets, <laughs> forcibly tattooing family members' names on these victims' bodies. Dude, I'd be okay with that. <laughs> I mean, like free tattoos. <laughs> I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. People have woken up in Las Vegas with a tattoo name. they don't remember getting. So well, people have done a lot of things happen. in Vegas they wake up for and not don't remember. For just that saying, I wouldn't regret that one. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Sorry, I just had to know. <laughs> Fair enough. So, I don't know. We, we were talking about weird, like, stories and stuff. We were. And we, we got kind of got off topic a little bit, which is fine. I'm enjoying it. Um, I did see a story about a cannibal couple. Sick. <laughs> it just gets more metal in here every minute. Uh, yeah, well, here's the funny thing. Like, so several of these stories that I've, I've read so far have all been from Russia, and this is another one from Russia. Yeah. You Something know what? You're weird really in the nervous, water man. in Russia. Are you sure you're not red? Have you now or ever been a member of the Communist Party? Are you now? Like, what? what is with all your Russian Yet. stories, bro? I mean, no, comrade. <laughs> Are you part of the Zion Curtain? <laughs> <laughs> Should we know? <laughs> That's a pretty bad accent. Yeah, I tried. But it was good. There is no more Iron Curtain, comrade. Ooh, Did you see Creed 2? No, I still haven't seen Creed 1. What's wrong with you? Oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> I know, because you want me to go, I must break you. Uh, machine. Hold on, I'm going to try it. Do it. Go. Okay, wait. I will break you. No. Not good? No, no. God damn it. Good effort, though. I Go tried. for it. I but, tried. But speaking tried. of snakes, a man tried to sneak a snake. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, I heard this. End of story. <laughs> onto a plane oh in God. his pants. And we're not, we're not talking about his there's, penis. Not there's his so, many, there's so many things we could say right now. There really is. He Why? Was, he was uh, caught. He was, he was snakes on a plane. Uh <laughs> he was caught when, Samuel when uh, they noticed an unusual protrusion in his pants. <laughs> They're like, sir, sir, are you happy to see me or is that a snake in your pants? <laughs> like, at what point do you figure that's a good place to put a snake? For many reasons. I mean, but... There's many it, reasons well, I would never do that. Like, wait. If you were going to sneak a snake onto a plane on your own body, where else would you put it? Well, I, I'm not going to no, sneak no, no, a snake. No. You could put it around your you neck guys are asking and the just wrong let questions. it sleep under your shirt. But they would What's see the right it. Question? Who's going to they would confront? See it. I would not confront somebody with an unusual protrusion. In their pants? In their That's, pants. No, he's got a good point. Like, uh, <laughs> sir, you might high-five him. It was a 16-inch long boa constrictor. I'm like, yo, you got a big dick, uh, bro. I do. What's, <laughs> what's in your pants? But I'm going to need to see I would actually, I would actually, <laughs> I would actually be worried about that thing constricting my, my twig and berries or something. <laughs> <laughs> like, How do you bring that up? Sir, sir, we're going to need to see what's in your pants. <laughs> I don't know. If his name's Ron Jeremy, why he's do like, think, gladly. No, but why do you think he snuck it on? Because, I mean, he could have just... Like, said it was an emotional support snake? He could have just paid to have it, you know, be maybe put he didn't in, have like, the money. a little... Mm. Maybe, he was, maybe no. it was a restricted... Oh, was he going to a foreign country? It was on Christmas Eve. Maybe he was trying to smuggle it in. Like, that, he didn't want to pay He that was now actually, he was questions. going from Israel... He was going to Israel from Berlin. Yeah. So your crazy accent almost worked. I will uh, break you. Yeah. <laughs> this was on Christmas. Was this an assassin snake? This was on snake? Christmas Eve. It was an assassin snake. John Wick snake. <laughs> <laughs> it's John Wick snake. Total change of subject, and it may lighten things up a little bit. But apparently there was a sexually frustrated dolphin, <laughs> which forced the closure of a beach in France. 
Dolphins because do pl- have sex for pleasure, right? They do. Yeah. They do. They're one of the, one of the yeah. only only uh, mammal spe- mammalian species besides humans that will have sex for pleasure. And uh, apparently this dolphin was... Uh, Is that friend- why they call it flogging the dolphin? That might be, actually. I don't know. Okay. We'll have to look that up. Turn to the almighty Google. Interesting. Um, but they, they're also one of the only other species, too, that will kill for pleasure. Hmm. So they have dol- they've had... Uh, documents of uh they've documented instances where dolphins have killed others like porpoises other animals and stuff and just basically tortured them and killed them just for no reason they're not eating them they're not doing it because they're encroaching on their territory you know seen cats and dogs do that kill each other kill kill for pleasure oh yeah okay just like fuck up a little mouse for no apparent reason yeah well i think the difference there is the size of the brain mm. of the animal because like the dolphins apparently are supposed to be really smart no, and i know stuff. that so, but according to this story, <clears throat> this, this dolphin uh, in this certain area was kind of, beach. <laughs> <laughs> it, uh, it would swim in and out of swimmers. It was friendly. You know, people could swim up to it. It would like take people for rides. It'd hold on to its, its uh, dorsal fin and stuff. <laughs> and then at some point, the dolphin started like rubbing itself up against swimmers. Nice. <laughs> don't they have like a 14 inch penis? I don't know that. Dolphins? Yeah. I imagine it would be very large. I, I, know I don't this. know for certain, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> I. But yeah, so it, in 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 our society, what that is called, I believe it's called frittage, where people will do that, like in in subways and stuff, where there's someone will rub up against another there's a person name for that. Yeah, there is a name for it. It's called frittage. Uh, so uh, I guess this dolphin is essentially <laughs> guilty of frittage at the beach. So <laughs> everybody has a porpoise. And there it goes. I'm not really sure what that (laughs) And there it goes. That was good. That was good. But they closed the beach just to ensure that the dolphin didn't get overly, overly excited and aggressive towards people and hurt somebody by by mistake. Dolphins do Uh, rape, right? I've heard that too. Yeah, they will. How do you know so much about dolphins? (laughs) It's on Animal Planet, dude. They there, I do watch a lot of it. There have been instances of where, like, two male dolphins would uh, separate a female from, yeah. like, the rest of the group and keep it with them and then take turns with her. So, yeah, essentially rape. Wow. Um, that's just, like, sheds all kinds of light onto this happy, fun little species. I know, right? Everyone they're really so not. Cute they're they're not. really not. They're assholes. You might. <laughs> <laughs> really, are they? <laughs> Apparently so. Okay. But yeah, so they, they are, it's actually so they actually had an instance where this dolphin wouldn't let a swimmer re- let her back to the beach. Like she was trying to get into the beach and it kept pushing her out while it was like rubbing up against her. <laughs> and so they had to had to go out and rescue her. Wow. So yeah, so the So really all the times that these dolphins are rescuing people from sharks, it's just, just so they rape them. <laughs> <laughs> They're just their pl- sexual plaything later. Pretty We're much gonna save you for later. That's right. They're like, I'm saving like, you now, but you owe me. Yeah. Big time. Wow. <laughs> So it's like that dating thing. It's pretty much, yeah. Yeah. yeah like that's that true. you were talking about earlier. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, are you comparing me to a dolphin? Is that <laughs> it's like, I'm taking care of you now. I've never committed for for action later. <laughs> Fratage. Is that French? I have no it idea. It sounds like honestly. it is. It, it should probably be. sounds like it. Frontage. Yeah, well, you know, the French. The French. They're like, ooh la la, frontage. We don't frontage. That's right. Why do you think Jacques Cousteau is such a fan of the sea? <laughs> <laughs> Don't speak ill of the dead. <laughs> Poor Jacques. Well, we were already making fun of the lady that was in the snake, so I didn't think Jacques Yeah, was it's past right, that. Fine. It's past that at this point. All right. Well, 
What's your time time frame? It's already nine o'clock. I gotta go. All right. Uh, in that case, then let's do a formal like wrap up and uh, say thanks to everyone for joining in this <laughs> very uh, strangely balanced, uh, kind of inflammatory yet at the same time entertaining episode <laughs> of Ruminations from the Red Room. Uh, thank you, Danielle, for finally sitting down with us. <laughs> She'll probably never want to do it again. <laughs> well, she it was have, fun she, and interesting. <laughs> she doesn't have very many options, like opportunities left to, to sit down and do it again. And since it took two years, I don't imagine we'll squeeze another one in the next two months. But thank you. Uh, I was really hoping to get what we got down onto uh, on tape because you have an intelligent way of looking at things. You are very good at pulling things apart and looking at it from an unbiased and honest point of view. And I appreciate that. So thanks, thanks. for doing that. Thanks for now. Um, you have nothing else to add here at the end? No, I'm not very good at that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, in that case. <laughs> well, thank you for being I just drag on reason. until <laughs> it gets awkward. <laughs> well, that's okay. If there's the red room, we have often been very awkward in here. <laughs> This uh, is true. Yeah, it is very true. So thank you very much again. Thanks for being here. And you guys, always thank you for making it at least entertaining and, and fun and challenging. Happy to be here, man. Yeah. I love it. Thank yeah. you so much. So uh, for uh, Ruminations from the Red Room, this has been Mike. Danielle. Kale. <laughs> and Mitch, uh, let a smile be your umbrella. <laughs>